What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. Today, we've got a big show for you. We're going to talk Pegasus right off the bat. So we'll talk Pegasus World Cup. Uh, we won't go over the whole card. We're just going to do the main race, the Pegasus World Cup itself, and then we'll save the rest of it for the shows later today. And, of course, also we'll be talking about the NFL uh, championship games, the NFC and AFC championship games. Should be very good. Uh, Papa Dude, are you ready to rock and roll here? Well, let's do it. We got a lot to cover today. We do. We're going to go over a few other little things after this as well. So we got a lot going on, like you said. All right. I'll put up the screen now. We're going to start with the Pegasus. And I think, uh, you know, for for this channel, obviously, and for people that uh, follow, uh, you know, us, I think this is the biggest thing of the day, without any doubt, or the biggest thing of the week, I should say, without any doubt. It's Pegasus World Cup weekend Race 13 at Gulfstream Park on Saturday. It's a full field of 12 plus one also eligible. All right, Papa Dude, what did you think of this year's running of the Pegasus? Well, I think uh, there's not a lot of superstars in this division, right? Nope. And uh, But I think it drew a very competitive field. And I think the ones that need to be in there are in it. So... Uh, I think it's going to be a good race. I really do. I, I'm having trouble uh, picking one that I think is a legitimate winner. You know, I have doubts on every one of them that I like. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Are you that way or are you really sold on one? Yeah, I, I think when you look at the two favorites, National Treasure and First Mission, the seven and the eight, you definitely go, I like them, but with yeah. each of them, they, they each kind of have some races you know, that it's like, yeah, that's not going to get it done here. And then they each have some races where you go, yeah, they, they definitely could win. Yeah. Um, I I had trouble, I think, choosing between the two of them. Um, there's a few reasons why I chose who I did, and I'll go over those in a minute. But yeah. they definitely aren't ones that get you overly excited, at least for me. Either well, way. when I look at a nine to five horse in a race like this, I need to see more proof that he's nine to five. You know yeah. what I mean? That he's worth being nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I don't really see it. I mean, I, I somebody's got to be the favorite, but I don't know. Nine to five. I'm, I'm not. I guess what I'm trying to say is I can't bet a nine to five unless I'm really, really sure of that horse. Because mm-hmm. I'm figuring he's nine to five. He may go down to seven to five, six to five. And I don't know that that he deserves that, I guess what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's not a good horse. Yeah. Just not sure he's that good. So, I mean, I, I wrote down the two, the four, the six, the seven, the eight, the 12, and I guess you can almost throw the five in there. Yeah. I mean, that's how many I kind of looked at. Yeah. I, I think, I think the pace of this race is going to dictate what happens. Mm-hmm. And, I am not a huge national treasure fan. Never have been. Yeah, um, I just look at the pay. Now, you know, this is the caveat, right? Mm-hmm. It is a Baffert horse. And sometimes you handicap a pace, but Baffert is just faster and they, they get out yeah. in front and you can't catch them. So that right. could happen. Yeah. But you look at hoist the gold. He mm-hmm. should, from the number standpoint, hoist the gold should be able to run with national treasure and pressure. Exactly. Him. Grand Aspen really should. So does National Treasure get an easy lead? I don't think so. Well, let's talk about Hoist the Gold a minute. Very impressive last time out, but it was at a mile. Yep. And that's the key. 
can he go? You would have to assume he's going to go to the front, right? Mm-hmm. Well, can he go that extra distance? Yeah. Now, at a mile, he did not lose that lead at all. He got to five lengths and ended up winning by four and a half on cruise control. So he wasn't struggling as he went down to the finish line, which would indicate maybe he can get another eighth. I don't know. But that's a big question mark. I think you have to throw him in there if you're playing trifectas or whatever, pick threes, pick fours, pick fives. You got to throw him in there at 12 to one. I don't think you can let him beat you. So, but I, I I just don't know whether he can get the distance. He, it's just, and he's one of those horses that he runs good when you don't expect him to. And when you kind of get a little bit of confidence in him, he doesn't run that well. So let's, let's look at uh, national treasure real quick. You know, he hasn't won since the Preakness, but it's been a grade one. So, He's had some pretty pretty tough uh, company to run against. Uh, coming off a good second-place finish at a mile in the BC Dirt Mile to a great horse by the name of Cody's Wish, you know, only lost by a nose. That's not his distance either. Yeah. So that's a good, good plus for him. When you look at first mission, uh, was up and coming, you know, really running well. Obviously, had a little bit of a problem. Uh, broke his his uh, his maiden in March, then won the Grade Three Lexington, and then didn't run again until October, where he ran and won an allowance. And then on the twenty fourth in the Grade Two Clark, finished second by a nose. So then he's been off since then. He's lightly raced. He's been successful. He's hard to overlook. Mm. He really is. Um, will he lay back off the pace maybe a little bit? I think so. I do too. And then come and get the leaders. Yep. Um, you know, they got the 12, Skippy Longstocking. We all know what that horse is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't win a whole lot, but every once in a while jumps up and gets one. I can't pick the horse uh, at the 12 outside like that. I don't yeah. know if it's good enough to overcome that post. Uh, so I'm kind of with you. You know, I even looked at the two a little bit. O'Connor mm-hmm. coming off two straight wins, grade two, grade three. Could he sneak in there? I don't know. I don't think he's quite good enough. I'm with you. I'm torn between the seven and the eight. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with the seven, but I'm not real happy about it. That's pretty- <laughs> <laughs> well, my problem with National Treasure, again, when he hasn't got an easy lead, he hasn't ran very well. That's definitely number one. And number two, like that race last time out at Santa Anita was just much, 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 much better than any of his other starts, right? Mm-hmm. And now I will definitely say National Treasure, if he brings that race again in this spot, he's going to be very, very, very tough to beat very tough to beat but the races before that breeders cup dirt mile were not very good uh, in terms of a superstar level horse they were exactly. solid like you know there's nothing wrong finishing fourth beating four in the awesome again but 
it's not great. There's nothing wrong with finishing fifth in the Travers, you know, sixth in the Belmont. Yes, he won the Preakness over one of the worst fields ever. It fourth in the Santa Anita Derby. You look at the other races, they're they're not horrible. None of them are horrible. No. But none of them are are an elite type or not even an elite, a really, really good type of performance. However, yeah. that race last time out in the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile was extremely good. Yeah. So, and, yeah, really do it again is the question. That's the question. Yeah. And you you nailed it. He hasn't ran poorly in those other races, but he a, a, a nine to five horse in this kind of a race should have run better. Yep. Than he did. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's been beat by some good horses, but then you got to look at how far he's he's lost by. Yep. He was down six, uh, seven links in the Belmont. Yep. Nine links in the Travis. Four links in uh, the Awesome Again. That's not something you want to throw a bunch of money on, I don't mm-hmm. think. Yeah, I, I, I think I think if you're betting on National Treasure, you're betting that he's going to show up with that same race last time out, which is possible. And you just look at this and go, well, there's a ton of speed in the race, but he's he's going to be the fastest of the speed. He's Bob Baffert and he's not coming back. And if you yeah. think that, that's when you're going to bet National Treasure. And I, there's definitely a, a very clear path how National Treasure wins. Mm-hmm. Break well, get on the lead, don't stop. And yeah. if, we could see that happen. We definitely that's, could. You can throw ifs in there. That's the thing. Well, and my <laughs> thing my thing is this. I don't – I think he's going to show up with a big race. I just think there's enough – pressure on him up front where he's not he is going to come back to him a little bit Mm -hmm. and i think first mission the aid horse is going to sit the perfect trip and i think he's kind of going to sit the trip that you've seen most of the pegasus winners sit which is just a little bit off the lead Mm -hmm. you know not all of them we've seen a gate to wire pegasus winner before and we could definitely see the human national treasure but you know sitting in third or fourth sitting a length or two off of it and then going and getting them if they come back to him a little bit, I think first mission, the eight horse sits a really good trip in here. I think he's going to fire. I like number eight first mission on top in this one. Well, I tell you what, another thing I might do is I might bet national treasure. If he says nine to five or if something happens, he goes to two to one. Yeah. I'm not going to bet him if he drops below that. I'm just not. Cause I'm, I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's worthy of being six to five. Now, do you think he will drop? I think he'll be right around eight to five, if I had a guess. And I, and I no. think first mission will drop a bit in the odds. You don't think what I call the dumb money, which is the general public that just bets on this race because of what it is, mm-hmm. won't all go because the horse is Bafford? I mean, some money will go for sure. The Bafford factor always bets them down. But I think there's enough... Yeah, in here with first mission and a couple of other interesting ones that I don't think he's going to get to like even money or anything like that. I really don't. I mean, I get surprised all the time in these big races, though. Oh, yeah. So now do you think there's any chance that hoist the gold can go that distance? I I think there's a a world where he can, but not with national treasure in the race. I I just I don't. I think Hoist the Gold is going to have a lot of company up front, and I think he's going to back it up. If he was the only speed, yeah. I could see a world where he could take it gate to wire at a mile and an eighth. But with other speed signed on, I don't. I don't think he'll be able to do it. No. Yeah. So I didn't. I 
I took him serious in the fact that, boy, that was a really big race last time out, mm -hmm. but the dynamics are very different right here. So. I remember when we talked about that race, we we analyzed it and, and hammered it all, and then finally we said, oh, we better not forget Hoist the Gold. Remember yep. that? We talked yep. about it. <laughs> so, yep. There's old Hoist the Gold. We haven't even mentioned him. We better not forget about him. And I think, I think he plays a big key in the race because – if he goes out and he can run step for step with national treasure for a while, that's going to make it tougher on national treasure. And I think that's where hoist the gold could play a factor. Um, but I do think he's going to back up a little bit. I really yeah. do. Uh, I think there is a, a legitimate scenario where a, we get a very big price in this race. That's possible. Because if, choose? if national treasure runs, not the Breeders' Cup race, but all of his other races, he's not mm -hmm. winning. If first mission just doesn't show up with a very big race or the pace gets them both, then it becomes a wide open scramble. And you're going to think I'm crazy. I really like the six senior Buscador in mm -hmm. this spot. I, I'm going to play him in the Maltese. I think he's going to be too far behind. I don't think he's going to really get there. But I also look at it and go, you know what? National Treasure, he may not be that good. First mission, maybe he's not that good, as, as good as I think he is. Senior Ruscador can beat these horses. Yep. Well, you know, in a cigar in a, a cigar mile, if you look, he was 12th, mm -hmm. then 10th, 10th, 7th. And what did he do? He closed to second, which shows he can do that. And that's a good pick, him coming up from behind because he is a quality horse. I think no about it. I think he's very likely to hit the board. I the worry is what how far for him to get all the way there, right? Mm -hmm. They're really gonna have those top couple of horses are really gonna have to fade back to him. And that's yeah. that's always with him, that's always the issue, right? Um so I, I've got him in third. I'm not sure. Doc brings it up. This is my fourth horse. I really like Trademark at a price. I'm going to play him as well. The difference between Trademark and, and Senior Buscador, Trademark can sit closer. He doesn't have that huge turn of foot. Mm -hmm. But if the he can sit in like fourth or fifth, and if we do get that pace duel, which – I'm not sure we're going to, but I, I do think there will be some pace. If they come back, start to come back, Trademark kind of is a one pace yeah. type of horse, but that pace is fairly high. Mm -hmm. He could get the first run at a big price. So, yeah, I had Trademark in fourth. Yeah, and you look at his last race, he did that very thing. Yeah. He sat there at fourth most of the race mm -hmm. and then went and got first mission and beat him yeah. in the Clark. So, yeah. Yeah, you got to look at that horse as well. That's why I'm saying there's just a lot of things that could happen that makes National Treasure beatable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. I mean, none of these horses are superstars, like you said. For example, if White Abario was in this race, yes, he would definitely stand out amongst this group. Exactly. He's so, won better races. Exactly. And he's just he's he's been faster. You know, yeah. um, so let's face it, national treasure, as you said, won the weakest preakness 
Yeah, that kind of rhymes. The weakest preakness <laughs> is there's, that there's been in a long yeah. time. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. I, I, I really believe that's, that's going to be, he's, he's a very, I think to me, he's so polarizing that you're either like Rodney's been for months, just screaming at the top of his lungs, national treasure is going to win. And yeah. he's your single or you're kind of almost against him. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's yeah. one of the two. So, and I, I, I get the case to bet him and I get the case oh, to play against him at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So my, my, my thinking is I just don't think he's worth a nine to five. I don't, I just don't think he's that solid a choice at nine to five. Other things I've looked back, these you know, is he a better horse than Mucho Gusto? Probably. And Mucho Gusto won this race. Is, is National Treasure, if you think he's better than Defunded? Well, Defunded got second here last year. So Bafford has a history when his horses come over to Gulfstream, they run extremely well. They did. And you and, take that account too. Uh, to me, I think if you leave National Treasure off, that's dicey because yeah, you can't do that. No. You've seen Baffert win these races a million times. Yeah. And I uh there was somebody I, I can't remember if it was in the chat or maybe I don't know where I saw it, but I was talking to somebody about the race and they said there's just so much speed. I don't think he can do it. I said, I, I've handicapped these for a long, long time, these mm-hmm. pace situations. Sometimes when it's a Baffert horse that's involved. And you think they're gonna they're gonna come back? He's gonna come back because there's too much speed. The Baffert horse breaks. He's three ahead, and he never sees another horse, and he just That's takes a gate to wire anyway. Yeah, you've got to be careful. Yeah, about that, you've I got agree. to be careful. So, I agree. Do you think? How would you compare a National Treasure and Defunded? Are they similar in your eyes? Before the Breeders' Cup, Defunded was was proven to be a better horse than yeah. the National Treasure. But the flip side of it is, I don't think Defunded has ran as a race as good as National Treasure Treasures Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. Right, and hence is the huge problem because in racing, sometimes a horse jumps up and runs one big race, mm-hmm. and then he kind of regresses back to where he's been. Yeah. And sometimes a horse will run a big race and put together four or five in a row. And right. that's the decision you have to make with National Treasure. And again, if you think he's going to show up with the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile effort and, and run, you know, exactly like that, it, it is going to be really tough for anybody to beat him. Yeah. And I, and again, that's why, like, I, I, I didn't pick him, but like to, to Rodney's point and a couple of people that are, are picking National Treasure, you as well. I totally get it. There was no way I would argue off national treasure. No way. Yeah. You've got him in the top two. Yeah. So oh for a hundred percent. Yes. So you're not knocking him. Yeah. You're just trying to find a path to beat him. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what what we try to do, unless we're really sold on. You'll bet a nine to five all day long if you're Mm -hmm. totally sold on him. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Oh. If White Abario was in this race, I'd bet him down to like four to five. Sure. So it's I, it's not it me trying time. to just blindly go against National Treasure. Yeah. It's me saying I've done this long enough to know it's going to go one of two ways. And if it goes the way of we're regressing back to the awesome again, Travers, even yeah. Preakness numbers, he's not winning and he's not going to be close to winning. <laughs> so you look so, at that awesome again 
those horses that finished ahead of him, they're okay, but they're not great. Exactly. And, you know, like you said, it's hard to back him based on the one race. Yep. The, the dirt mile. It's hard to back him. And that was at a mile, too. Not yep. a mile and an eighth. So, yep. It's, it's hard. When you look at his two races, a mile and eighth, he ran in the Santa Anita Derby. He got beat by Practical Move, Mandarin Hero, and Skinner. Skinner yeah. finished ahead yeah. of him. Like, that is not good. No, okay. it's, not. <laughs> it's not. And then, like you said, but but you could make the, the case that, okay, that was a long time ago. True. That Santa Anita Derby data point probably doesn't mean anything. I, I'm saying that. Okay, fast forward two starts. Two starts ago, he mm-hmm. got beat by Slow Down Andy, Defunded, mm-hmm. and Senior Boost Goodwar. That's right. It, that's, Absolutely. It's not good. And Senior Boost Goodwar is 20 to 1, and he's 9 to 5. That and I'm sitting there saying I don't think Senior Buscoro will beat him again, but it's still it's tough to choke down a short short price. It is, it is. <laughs> so, um, it, it, it is. You know, and you look at the first mission mission situation. Yes, he did lose by a nose to trademark last time out. Uh, no excuse. Should have won it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this could be a new top for first mission. Third off the layoff. Uh, really consistent work pattern finally for this horse, kind of getting back into it. And you look at his third race in the form cycle in the Lexington, it was easily, I think, his best race. So this is the third race in the form cycle. I think first mission will step up. But look, we're talking around in circles about this field. I'm not overly excited to put a lot of money on first mission either. I'm going deep in this race. So yeah, first mission, my top choice, but my day is going to hinge on a lot of different races. That's not this race. Yeah. So I think that's fair. Yeah. Because even though I kind of like first mission, I am a hundred percent in here saying there's a lot of question marks about him as well. So, sure. And we can say that about every one of them. Yeah, exactly. Which is what makes it a good race. Honest to God. I don't know if we, we'll probably end with this unless you got something else. And I'm bit, seriously, mm-hmm. if senior Buscador, could sit and I I know this is he's not he can't so this is not even worth even really mentioning I'm gonna do it anyway. If Senior Buscador had the ability to sit mid pack, he would 100 percent be my pick in the race. Yeah, I just have seen the movie enough to know he's gonna be last and he's gonna rally for second or third. That's yeah. I'm I'm terrified of that happening. So, but it kind of does set up well for him and he does have a good kick and he's in good form. But my worry is we don't really see him until the end and he runs. And then right after the wire, boom, he goes right by. He's, he's, he's a guy that's going to come in and mess up your trifecta right at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's, that's the kind that's probably what he's going to do. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let me, let me get to some comments. I, I'm not ignoring any comments, by the way, we are just having a, a flow, but now I'll get to some of the comments. Uh, Mark says my first uh, or my knock on first mission is, he won the comeback race, unexpiring fashion, thousand percent agree, and then lost to hard fought Clark. Mm-hmm. The two favorites look beatable, so he's you know kind of leaning maybe against the two. Yeah, listen, that race at Keeneland, I was texting everybody like because I singled him that day and I said that's lucky because that was beyond bad. I mean, it was a bad race. He won, it was bad. 
The Clark, on the other hand, I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get there. I, I realized that. I thought that was... I think if he runs that Clark race, he's going to be right there with a chance. I thought it was a good effort. So I view that Clark maybe strongly, more strongly than I should, but that's just my take on it. Um, we'll see. Um, Rodney also likes a jazzy. I'm, I'm with you there. I think yeah, he's going to be awfully tough as well. Silver charm, uh, senior boost score 15 to one plus. I don't, that's one. I don't know. I think that one's going to get bet. What about you? What's that? Senior Buscador, he may get bet lower than 15 to one here. Yeah. I think he, he may get down to 10 to one, 12 to one, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis says he was there for the Clark and uh, impressive to me live. The thing that I was impressed with is those two horses just totally galloped away from everybody else. Yeah. Right. So if they were there nose and nose, and then the next horse back was like, I don't know, a length behind him, you kind of worry a little bit, but they were, they were well clear and trademark. He just ran a, just a fantastic race. So. Yeah. Can he do that again? That's one of yeah. those that may have been his one and only. Yeah, it absolutely could have been for sure. Uh, Magic thinks Pratt will send uh, like he did with Arabian night in the classic. I, I agree. I think you're, I think that's the look. I mean, you just look at what national treasure does and what he does. Well, you just send him. I mean, uh, to me, he's yeah. an easy ride. You just, you get him as close to the front as you possibly can and go for it. I mean, that's, I think that's simple enough. Senior Brisket are 14 to one fix odd. That, that's probably, a, I'd say 10 to 12 is where he'll end up. Yeah. 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 Uh, can't play a horse that will be favored second choice and he, or, or will be favored or second choice. He's too slow. He's talking about first mission here and he's too slow. He has, he has to run a new top to beat the field. I can't play first mission. I'm sorry. Well, that's great. Don't do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you're, I've, I've noticed the last two or three days, at least with your turfway discussions, Rodney, you're big into thoroughgraph now. And if you're going to go down that path, well, if you believe in it, you got to go with yeah. the data that's yeah, presented to you. Um, yeah. My experience factor, be very careful relying on one number to gauge if a horse is fast enough or not. That's, that's not me saying anything other than I have a lot of experience and be careful on relying too much on one number. That's a very valuable tool. It is not the end all be all. That's that's what I would say there. But again, if you believe in it, you gotta go with what that's telling you. You have to. So I get it. I totally get it. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to helpful advice there for that. Um, gosh, we've covered about everything here. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, we spent 27 minutes on it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. You get to talk about it again tonight. I know. I know. Well, I, you know, it's, it's great. You have the Breeders' Cup and then people, there are races in between that people get excited about a hundred percent, but this is the next thing where people are excited again. So it's really fun to talk about it. And said, we have so many commenters and I want to get to as many as I can. And it's, it's definitely fun uh, for sure. So Okay, Kevin says it's time to move on. We have not addressed uh, uh, NFL yet, so let's go to the NFL now. Okay, We'll talk about the two games, and then we'll talk about the coaching situations. All right, let's go Chiefs-Ravens to kick it off here on Sunday. Baltimore's a four-point favorite at home here. Total sits at 44-and-a-half. I've been back and forth on this Me one, too. Papa Dude. Who, who do you like? <laughs> I have two. I... I... I think Baltimore's better. I do. 
overall, but I don't think I can take them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I won with the Chiefs last week, and uh, I felt really good about that game last week. I, I just, I was pretty confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think, we're in the playoffs now. Do we take the regular season? And, and do we even look at it, or do we throw that away? I, yeah, I kind of think when you get this far, you throw it out. I kind of do. And uh, the Chiefs. Here's here's my here's my thing. After like, you talked about horse racing, you've done so many of these, and I've done so many of these. Yeah, I love the Chiefs as the underdog. Yeah. <laughs> I love them as the underdog. They're going to play that. They are the defending Super Bowl champions. And they're four-point dogs. You don't think that's in their locker room? A thousand percent. You don't think they're going to play that? Yep. I I think they will. And I, I just don't have that much confidence in Baltimore. Yep. So – I don't know that I have the Chiefs on the money line. I don't know if I can go that far, but by golly, I can go Chiefs plus four and have pretty good confidence in it. I don't know in the end if they're going to win. I knew if that Buffalo game got down to the wire, they would win that game. And by the way, if Buffalo to kick the field goal, I think the Chiefs had plenty of time to go down and win it. I agree. I People are going crazy about that. I really yeah. think the Chiefs still win that game. Well, there was um, a minute and some left, right? Yeah. 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 You don't think they would have got down and gotten a field goal range. I, you know, we both were on the right side of that. We both picked the chiefs and I don't know about you, but maybe a quarter into the game, I was like, I know who's winning this game. I did too. You've seen it before. And it's just like, yeah, it's in Buffalo this year, but they're, they're not going to win this game. They're just not. And the chiefs were just, but they were the better team. The Chiefs tried to give it away. Yeah. And it Buffalo, Buffalo wouldn't take it. Was playing that perfect. They were going to run that entire clock out. Yeah. But they couldn't get the next first down that they had to get to do. Well, and so people are talking about the kicker choking, and there's no doubt he did. Yeah. Um, but Josh Allen was choking so bad on that last drive. It mm-hmm. was embarrassing. I'm sorry. Yeah. He was he, he. First of all, he tried to fumble the game away, and the Chiefs wouldn't take it. So yeah. you know they got sure. lucky. They get it down there. It's first down, and what was it like the thirty yard line? They got first down. You you're supposed to be a superstar quarterback. Yeah, I think the first play he missed digs wide open in the middle wide of the field. He probably would have ran it down at like the twelve yard line. He was yeah, wide open. They could, have, they could have done anything had they made that play. Another pass, he throws it. The guy's open for a touchdown. He he underthrows it. It's like this guy is spitting it up right in front of us. And mm-hmm. to me, that was a huge red flag because yep. you you've battled, you've battled. You're right there with a chance to win the game. You are That's an elite. You're supposed to be an elite player. You're going to go down. You're going to score a touchdown. Forget about the field goal. You're scoring a touchdown mm-hmm. and you're winning the game. That's right. And he simply didn't do it. And he, it and it's fun. not that the Chiefs did some kind of amazing thing. He choked. So to 100% for me, that loss is on Josh Allen. Yeah. 
Well, you can't put a game like that in a kicker's hand. Well, or feet. What was it like? Forty-seven yards. Yeah, I, I always say, and listen, he the kicker. It's bad. It's, he choked, it, and it's, it it's not good. It's a bad look, and he's a professional, just like everybody else, no. and he needed to make that. However, I've always said, if it comes down to a kicker, unless it is last second, and you're just desperate to try to get in field goal range, yes. but in a situation like that, when it comes down to the kicker. It actually is on those 11 guys on offense for not doing enough. It is. Yeah. There's too many things that can go wrong on mm-hmm. a kick. And now if it's – I don't have a problem if it's like a 25-yarder, 30-yarder. I feel pretty good about a kicker making that. Yeah. You get that kind of pressure and it's 47 yards, no. I don't feel good about it. And I thought all along he'd miss it. I just – I sitting there watching it with Sandy. I said, he's not going to make this. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah. I think the way he missed it kind of was like, oh, yeah, he totally just choked that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't even close. It wasn't like miss it by an inch or anything like that. It was like, oh, yeah, I'd never had a chance. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I feel sorry for the Buffalo fans. I do. They went through, what, four years of finishing second in the Super Bowl? Or or was it four years that they finished Yeah, no, it was. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And now they've gone through four years of not getting to the playoffs and losing games that are just crushing. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and you finally get the chiefs at home and you still don't beat them. Yeah. I think their window may be closing in Buffalo a little bit. You know, they've been really good, but if you don't cash in, that window doesn't stay open forever. Ask the Patriots. And so but anyway, back to this game. I do think the Ravens are getting Mark Andrews back, and that is going to be a huge thing for them. If Lamar plays a good game, I think they're going to win. But that's a big if. He was great last week, and they played a great second half against Houston. But this ain't Houston. This is Kansas City. They ain't going to be. They're not going to be in awe of this. I don't mm-hmm. care what the crowd is. They ain't going to bother them. Mm-mm. It's not going to bother They're tested. So I'm taking cheese plus four. I'm taking cheese plus four as well. I I just don't think you don't play Mahomes with points uh, still. And look, the bottom line on this, yeah, Baltimore looked really good last week. Yes, when you look at what they did in the regular season versus what the Chiefs have done, Mm -hmm. it does all lean to Baltimore. But Mahomes (laughs) plus four. Uh, I'm taking I'm taking the Chiefs. I, I'm and, and the, the thing about it is, even if the if the Ravens win the game, they're probably going to cover. I think because I think if the game is really close, I think the Chiefs win. I have okay. Let, let me put it another way. Let's say the game's really close. I have a hell of a lot more confidence in Mahomes pulling out the win than I do Lamar Johnson. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And that's the way I felt last week, too. Well, I, I think I think it's the same situation of, okay, if, if, if Buffalo – or not Buffalo, if the Ravens come out and they are the dominant team, like they're clearly better, mm-hmm. then it's it's not going to come down to Lamar and they can win by 10 or so and it's that's it's over, right? See, like they're going to win. They're the clearly game better? And, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they can, I don't think, I think to win the game, they're going to have to win it fairly close. 
And if it gets close and it's a four quarter game, I don't think it does, does the Ravens any favors. I think they need to win like a 10 point game. It's going to be a good one though. Yeah. It's going to be really, really good. All right. We're both on the chiefs. All right, let's go lions and 49ers here. 49ers seven and a half point favor. Boy, 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 did they barely escape Mm. last week. Uh, No Debo Samuel. It sounds like for this game, Uh, the totals 51 and a half. Can the 49ers survive again? Well, I, just about two hours ago, heard an interview. Bob Stoops, do you know him and George Kittle? Did you say his name George Kittle? Yep, yep. Are really close? I do now because I heard that as well. <laughs> he said he's going to play. He said Debo's going to play. Yeah. But that's a player talking. So uh, this, to me, the point spread all boils down to whether he plays or not. Yep. If he doesn't play, you better take Detroit plus seven and a half, I think. Yep. yep. If he does play, I do think he makes that much difference. Uh, the 49ers got away with one last week. Uh, we got punched in the mouth, but you got to give them credit. They won the game in miserable conditions. That Brock Purdy obviously has trouble throwing the ball in the rain. He kept wiping his hand off. He had all kinds of of issues in the, yep. in the rain. I do think Detroit is really good. I do. So I think their pass rush will get to the Niners a little bit and get to Purdy. I can't pick Detroit to win, though. I can't. So to me, I can't really say what I'm going to do because I don't know whether Samuel's going to play. I don't, I may wait a little while, see if we have an, an official announcement. If he plays, I'll probably take the Niners and the points. If he doesn't, I'm going to go to the Lions plus seven and a half. I'll stick with the Niners. I'm not going to be overreactionary. I think I think they're going to get it done. So give me the 49ers in here. Uh, I I still am not completely sold uh, on on what's going to happen if Debo doesn't play though. So I am with you on that. Yeah. If he does play, I'm going to stick Niners. If he doesn't, maybe I just kind of watch this game, stay away from it. But I I am going to take 49ers again here. Um, boy, what they really should have lost that game last week. Well, they, they, they were on the ropes. Yep. They were on the ropes and yep. a lot of things happened that, that kickoff return killed them. That yep. killed them. They had the momentum and boom. Yep. Anytime that happens in a game, all that momentum you work for is gone and that killed him. And then, uh, Jones broke that long run, which mm-hmm. really hurt him. Mm-hmm. Um, so you take those two plays out, which you can't, but it kept Green Bay right there and on the verge of winning. I was super impressed with Detroit's offense last week. I think they're pretty dang good. Yeah. Uh, I think golf is better than Purdy. Uh, I was talking to one of a buddy of mine that's a Detroit fan, and you know we were talking about Purdy. Uh, he's just one of those guys that he's got to have great players around him. He's not. Yeah a superstar quarterback, but he can make plays because he has really good players. But if he's missing one of those guys like he was last week and he had to depend on uh, Kittle for a lot of it, and, of course, McCaffrey was unbelievable, and their other receiver, I can't remember his name, had a really good game too, number 15, I think it was. Mm -hmm. I watch so many games and sports. (laughs) keep up with all of them. (laughs) But – when you're playing a really good team and you're, and I do think Detroit's better than green Bay, 
and you're missing one of your key guys. Yeah. And you're not the best player on the team like Mahomes is for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And you can't win the game by yourself. You've got to have some help. Mahomes can beat you himself. Yep. By taking a bad play and making it a good play, which is just one of those things that's so underrated, so underrated yep. about Mahomes. He can take a play where it should be a 20-yard loss and make it a 20-yard gain, and that's mm-hmm. what a great player does. Anyway, won't be a surprise if the Lions win, but I'm sticking with the Niners. I know Magic is excited about it. Colson chiming yep. in with his Gur Lions chant. I know uh, he likes to do that. Uh, and, you know, Mark bringing it up a good point. And, and uh, Rodney, is, several people have brought it up. Like the Purdy situation is sketchy for sure. He was not good when they played the Ravens. Is the moment too big for him as they get further down the line here? Very possible. It could be. I would say this. Purdy was bad in that game last last week right i mean I, there's anybody that tries to tell you he wasn't is lying but he didn't make the big mistake no and love did and that that yeah. was kind of, there were two kind of differences between the quarterbacks last week purdy didn't make the big mistake and when when the chips were down and purdy needed to make a big throw late in the game he did it and th- that's where the the good talk about him ends. There was really nothing else. You couldn't say that about Jordan Love. He didn't do those things. Right. If he would have, they would have won the game. So to me, I think it'll be the same kind of thing. I think Purdy will do just enough. So I'm going Niners. I still think they're the better team. So I'll stick with them one more week. Yep. So Purdy can right, make any- a big pass when he needs to. Too. He can make a big pass. He made a couple on the final drive where it was like, okay, he's been bad, but those were pretty big time plays. They were. And I yeah. thought the key play on that drive is when he scrambled. Yeah. And got the ball from the 15 down to the mm-hmm. five. And he just, you know, he's not a scrambler, but he's smart. And he saw that he could make that play. And yeah. a lot of guys that aren't runners would have tried to throw it. But he yeah. saw, hey, I'm going to get eight or nine yards on this. I better take it. Went down yeah. on the goal line, eight or nine yards is valuable. Mm-hmm. And that's what a really good player does. And uh, and he's got the weapons. Like I say, if Samuel doesn't play, that's the Lions' best friend right there. Mm-hmm. You ain't kidding. <laughs> yep. You ain't kidding. So it's going to be fast. This game is fascinating because yeah. I got to think, if you're not a 49ers fan – the whole rest of the world's rooting for the Lions. They oh, want no. the Lions in the Super Bowl. It'd be such a great story. There's no doubt about it. So it's it's kind of 49ers versus the world a little bit here. Um, and, and so it'll just be very interesting to see how this one plays out. I'm glad this is the 530 game. I think yeah. as good as the Chiefs-Ravens are going to be, this game has a ton of intrigue. And I, I think yeah, I think they're both going to be great games. They should really both be good. Yeah. I and the other thing, you know, about them against the world, that's true, but they're not playing the game in the world. They're playing the game in San Fran, in Santa Clara, where they're going to have everybody on this in the stadium is going to be rooting for them. So. Yeah, for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah, it's gonna. I'm telling you, I and, and Magic. I want you to know, I'm rooting for the Lions. It would be great to see it uh, happen, but uh, I just think that 
I thought all along it's going to be Niners Ravens. I'm sticking to it. So, well, I'm for selfish reasons rooting for the Niners because I don't think the Lions can beat the Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but you may not have to worry about that. I may not. Okay, you're right. That issue may be settled before this game ever starts, and then I can turn my attention and root for the Lions. <laughs> right, yeah. Depending on who wins that game. <laughs> yep, if Baltimore wins, go Lions. <laughs> uh, JL says Lions already beat the Chiefs. They're not beating them in the Super Bowl, JL. No, <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, if, the Chiefs, if the Chiefs go to Buffalo and go to, to Baltimore and win, the, the Lions ain't beating them in the Super Bowl. It's yeah. not going to happen. So, um, but I've been wrong before, too. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so <laughs> JL says, bet. hey, okay, that sounds good. If they both make it, we'll make a bet on it. You I bet guess. we will. Yep, that sounds fun. That sounds <laughs> fun. All right, let's stick with NFL because another big, uh, a big, the big news, I should say, and we speculated it for a while. It finally came true. Jim Harbaugh is going to LA, he will be the new head coach of the Chargers. So, what are your initial reactions of that? No surprise. Yeah, no surprise. I think we talked about this would be the best spot for him. Uh, I think he will do well there. Uh, it's really going to be interesting to see what he does with that talent, provided they can resign those guys, which I'm not sure they can. Mm-hmm. They've got some issues trying to sign some of their uh, returning players. Can he get Herbert back to where he was? I think that's that's a good point there from Mark. Happiest man in L.A. today is Justin Herbert. Wouldn't you be shocked with his track record of how he's done with quarterbacks? Wouldn't you be shocked if Herbert wasn't much, much better? I will be shocked, yes. Um, so I think it's a good move for the Chargers. Um, not surprised at all. You know, there's been some talk. I've been listening to some stuff. Is I mean, is um, are these older coaches going to start bailing out of college football now? Yeah, I think so. I do too. We've lost Saban and we've lost Harbaugh, both of them for different reasons. You know, Saban's saying it's because of his age, and I think that is legit, but that's not the only reason. And Harbaugh, I think he just had his gut full of all the shit he had to go through this year and said, I'm getting out of this. I I took him to a national title. That's what I wanted to do. I'm going to go to the pros and ride it out there. I don't have to deal with all this crap that you have to in college. So, you know, who you think maybe might be the next one to go? Was Dabo going to get out maybe? (laughs) Yeah, maybe saying, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. I think you're going to start seeing it. And I think you kind of knew mid season, you kind of knew he's gone, you know? And yeah, you you couple like what's going on in college and what they kind of did to him, the stupidity, you know? Yeah. It just seemed to be that way. So JL thinks the team's fool's fool's gold. Roddy thinks the team has one of the best rosters in in the NFL. I think they're, I think I'm split right down the middle of you two. I, I definitely don't think they're fool's gold. I'm not sure they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Here's what I know. They've had one of the worst coaches I've ever seen at the professional level for years now. Okay. This guy, go back and listen to some of our old shows. Three, four years ago, we were pulling our hair out watching this guy. There's no way they're not going to be much better. And, And honestly, I think 
there could have been six or seven different guys they could have brought in that were going to make them better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think mean, they are a franchise. They're classic underachievers. And mm-hmm. that is a stigma that they have. And they've been okay for a long time, but they can't get over the top. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to get over that. Can yep. they win a big game? And I think he will do a good job there. It might just take him a year or so, though. I mean, there's got to be some revamping going on there. They're going to lose a player or two to free agency. I think it's going to. Yeah, I think I think when you look at Harbaugh, you've got you've got to think long term a little bit as well. Um, I I do think you know you 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 look at when he took over at Michigan, it took some time. Um, This will take a little bit of time. I, I I don't think the Chargers are now a Super Bowl winner next year, but. I think over time they'll make the right roster moves. He'll have them in the right schemes. Mm-hmm. They'll he'll have them ready to play each and every week. Yeah, I think they'll build something great. And I think the key to it being over the top great is the Justin Herbert situation. It is Herbert kind of one of those guys. He's a flash in the pan a bit, where it's like a couple of years Maybe. he was really good, but he's just starting to go down. Or Maybe. did he have really no help and now? with a good coach again, he's going to flourish. That's the big question for me. Yeah, The whole key to the team is him. So I want to ask you about this too, because I thought about this as well. Okay. You're going into a Chargers franchise where there's no interest. I mean, yeah, I, okay. Let me back up. I know there's Chargers fans, but there's not very many of them. Just watch their games. They're outnumbered at home. So Magic says the real question is, will Harbaugh make the city of Los Angeles finally give a damn about the Chargers? What do you think? Well, I think Magic's better to answer that question than us because he lives there. Yeah. I don't think they care a whole lot about the Rams, Mm -hmm. but they care a whole lot more about the Rams than they do the Chargers. I guess what Magic is saying, will this guy's name be big enough and create some interest? Um if I was Harbaugh Magic, I would have said, yeah, I'll take it, but let's move back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, what I think, that's what I just said. Yep. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, that's a really, really good point. And uh, I'm not sure they will care about them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't – there's so much to do in L.A. that it's not like being in Kansas City or Dallas yep. or something like that. So yep. I don't I don't think it will matter too much because it's the Chargers. It might matter more if it was the Rams. I'm not sure. I don't live there. But there's two losers in this. One's Michigan. Yep. And Big I time. tell you, now have they have they hired the, the offensive coordinator? Is that official? Or have they are they not hired anybody yet? I don't know that that is not official, but that's what I've read. That that's, that's probably gonna happen. Yeah. That's a mistake, but it's about all they can do at this point because yeah. He's yeah. left them high and dry. They're they got to hire somebody within the system that can keep the team together. Mm-hmm. That's coming back, and he would be the logical one because he was part of it. Yep. So, and he uh, he he had been the guy when when Harbaugh was gone. Yes. Uh, it, but again, in the situation they're currently in, they have no I, choice. I don't think it's a mistake. Now, will it work? I don't yeah. know long term. Yeah. But the reason why I say it's a mistake is. Just because he succeeded in Harbaugh's absence, yeah, doesn't mean squat because Harbaugh wasn't at the games, but 
the game plan. The co- you don't think he was coaching through the week? Well, right, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and organizing and all that other stuff that you have to do. Uh, but they have they, they pretty much have to hire him. <laughs> the comment section has been fantastic. Thanks to all of you guys. And I, I do really, I know Rodney's from LA, obviously cash LA surf. I was guessing you're from LA as well, obviously with the name, but keep them coming guys. Everybody, great. everybody's kind of getting, you know, giving us the pulse of LA is like, no, they don't, they don't care about this stuff. You know, like the chargers and the Rams are just not going to be a thing. Uh, yeah. They're over USC you know, over the Dodgers, things like that. And I know those are kind of the, the main drivers of the LA sports market. I, I would guess, um, I would guess Lakers would be big for you guys. You know, I think yeah. it seems like they have a massive following as well. And so the Clippers who have a great team, don't, they, 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 have, they don't have those kind of followers. Oh, open, open question for the chat. We don't have to talk about it, but just you guys that live in LA, but the Clippers getting their own building chime in. Do you think if that's going to help the Clippers or not? Uh, Cause that building they're, they're, they're under construction right now. To me, it looks amazing. So you can, you can let us know on that, but yeah, I, I, help. I it should, Logically, it should help. You yeah. don't. You don't want to be the other team in town and share a building with the team in town. Exactly. You know? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're it, just. You need to separate yourself. Yeah. But don't yeah. the Chargers share the same building that the Rams do? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. So, to me, when they, I still call them San Diego all the time. Oh I, yeah. I just yeah. cannot picture them not being in San Diego. And I've, I've always liked the chargers for years. I liked the chargers and, mm-hmm. but Michigan, you know, they have no choice. They've got to hire the guy. They, they have to. And the other loser to me is Kansas city, because if Harbaugh could turn that around, they finally got some damn competition in the Western division. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's great news for Kansas city for sure. Um, but and look, I think him taking that job, kind of, he's confident, obviously, that he can turn him around. So, yeah. and he knows Mahomes is sitting up there in KC. So, uh, to me, and Kansas City fans won't agree with this, but it would be nice for them to actually have a rival in that division that might actually be able to compete with them. Because yeah. let's face it, Chargers, Raiders, uh, the Broncos. I know, like every once in a while they beat them, but overall, they're yeah. not. The Broncos used to be their rival and the Raiders. For sure. No, all of them. It's but been a long time. There's no competition right now in that division. No. So maybe the Chargers, you felt like we're the team that were going to do it. And then they just didn't have any leadership. So, well, they've actually went in there and beat them a couple of times, I think, in yeah. Kansas City. And then they can't beat them in, in LA. So, yeah. of course, <laughs> they're, the Chiefs fans out number their fans eight to one so right (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh shoot so i didn't know this so i said it won't help the building talk about the clippers is right next to ram stadium los angeles is all about dodgers usc lakers so there you go so it's out the new stadium's out by where the the new uh football stadium is i I didn't know i don't know anything about it i just saw the construction of it and it looks like it's going to be amazing but then sound going to help much. I, I just, I don't know why they moved up there. Well, money, obviously, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Those stadiums are amazing. Like SoFi Stadium oh, yeah. is incredible. They're beautiful. And you know, to everybody's point, the Rams won the Super Bowl in LA. Yeah, they did. And it's not like they're, cr- like, they got like crazy fan base, you know? I mean, they no. got. 
They've got more than the Chargers for sure. Oh, no doubt. But still, when you watch those games, two to one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When you watch those games, they're still. It seems like they're outnumbered. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, like when the Niners come down there. Yeah. Yeah. And the Niners do something good. You swear it's in San Francisco. Hundred percent. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not. Yeah. If the if the if the shitty teams come in, sure, the Rams have them outnumbered. But yeah, like the major brands, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I think this is a good question. Jail brings up how much do they care about the Kings. So, you know, the Kings have been very good. They've won Stanley cups. It seems like that building and I watch hockey all the time. Mm-hmm. seems like when I turn that on, that building's full and it's Kings fans. But I, I think every city has a core of hockey fans yeah. that are unique and different from all the other fans of some mm-hmm. of those teams. You know what I mean? I just think hockey fans are totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think the big thing so with a football, okay, when your opposing team goes to LA, that's like a tourist trip in a way, like, oh, my team's in LA this year. I'll go there and then I'll do all the LA things and then I'll come home. So it's yeah. like a destination. Yeah. When you think about hockey, they play 41 games at home. Yeah. It's not really a destination. Sure, I mean, there are opposing fans, maybe a little more than normal, that would go out there to watch a game, but it's not like a let's make a whole weekend, this is a huge deal type of thing, right? So I think that's the difference in why you see a lot of it's the Kings fans are going to outnumber the road team all the time in hockey. I mean, that's my theory on it, at least. I I don't know. Yeah, so anyway... I don't know how we got on that, but it's, I don't it's, think they. I don't think the city itself cares a damn thing about the Kings. It, it definitely like when you go out there, if you like gauge from like what 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 do people have on the Dodgers? You see more than anything else. Yeah, and then it's then it's usually you see some USC and you see a little bit of uh, Lakers for sure. But yeah. Dodgers seems like, and I could be totally wrong. I don't live out there honestly, but anytime I've ever been out there, I see Dodgers hats everywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah. 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 And um with what the Dodgers have done in the offseason. Yeah. I mean, I think this that's not gonna change. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh yeah, it's pretty crazy. All right. Um, we had one more thing. What were we oh this we is gonna... I don't get. Okay. <laughs> what we're gonna what? talk about. Are okay. You, what are you talking about? I was talking about the Kate Caitlin oh, Clark. Yeah, me too. Thing. Then we'll get to your Oakland or your uh, uh yes. Oakland Las Vegas thing. Now, the Caitlin Clark thing, what am I missing here? Okay. Have you seen the controversy, Aaron? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not on Twitter, so I don't know whether you've kept up with all of it or not. I'm not on Twitter, but I I have seen what happened. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Why do people hate Caitlin Clark? Has she done something I don't know about? Okay. Uh, First of all, I'm... I'm not aware of that. You can't believe how they're bashing her on Twitter. Why? They're saying she flopped on purpose. Okay, let, let's back up. So here's what, because okay. Magic doesn't know what happened. Oh, okay. Okay, they were on the road. They were at Ohio State. Okay, Iowa's at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. The fans were rushing the court. Ohio State beat them. Big upset. And a fan and Caitlin Clark ran into each other as Clay, Caitlin Clark was running to the locker room. That's yes. what happened. Yeah. And, and okay. <laughs> so 
you just need to go to YouTube and, and watch the video of it. And, uh, okay. So for somebody that's not on any of this shit, I saw it. And I thought, well, that's, I can't well, believe that doesn't happen more often. Exactly. He's running onto the court and a girl's running to her locker room yeah. and they collided. They both got up. They're fine. Like so, I didn't think anything of it. Right. Well, then people have slowed this video down into slow, slow motion and have made up this bullshit like she flopped. She made it worse than what it was. <laughs> but if you watch it at high speed, this idiot comes out of the stands with, and it's a girl. Yeah. I guess, I think. And she's got her phone up in the air filming all this. She's oblivious to anything yeah. else. Yeah. And just steamrolls Caitlin Clark and she goes flying and they're blaming. And then they're saying, oh, no, she <laughs> she staged all that. And she just wanted to bring attention to herself. And she flopped. And I'm sitting there going, what in the hell? Are, what has she done? To <laughs> I make hadn't heard any like of her? this. Huh? So that this is a real thing. Like people are making a yes. big deal out of this. Yes. Okay. I see. They're I thought they might be making. Okay. Now, Good. I mean, so I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there thinking, what? Yeah. And and as as who was it here? Uh, Kevin says. I mean, if Caitlin had came out and blamed the girl and made a big deal, I could see some backlash. She hasn't said anything. No. <laughs> so I'm just wondering. Why do they hate her? Well, have I missed something? Okay, I can explain that. Well, I would like to because I don't know that she's ever done anything wrong. Anybody that is successful, this is how they treat you on social media. Okay. So that's why they hate her because she's successful. Okay. <laughs> exact magic. There you go. They hate her because she's good at what she does. Okay. All right. So that's why they're hating on her. Now, but um, I don't know where these. So then, then now the other issue is we got to stop storming the court. No, so, no, that's fun. That's that's part of college basketball. That's part of sports. When you when you started this, I thought that was the controversy. We got to stop storming the courts because never in a million years would I think there was a narrative out there that Caitlin Clark flopped. No, but <laughs> like, you need I to would... just YouTube. Don't go on Twitter. Just YouTube it. And these idiots have slowed thing. this down. And if you slow it down and you're an idiot and you will <laughs> believe anything, you can convince yourself that she flopped. But yeah. when you watch it at full speed, and by the way, the fan got the worst of it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well let me ask you this. Who cares if she did? To anything else with her damn cell phone, because she's got to get this and post it all over social media. Look at me, look at me. Right, yeah. And she gets her ass run over when she shouldn't be on the court in the first place, which I have no problem with, by the way. I want to make yeah. that clear. That's part but of sports. Here's my question. Caitlin Carton mm -hmm. came out. I saw her say, it's not a big deal. Don't worry about yes. it. Yes. Yes. So what if she did flop? Who cares? Like what? Exactly. What does it matter anyway? I'm not saying she did, but what does that matter? I don't. Well, it's wild, wild it stuff. And but another part of this, after that happened, I heard that Porter Mosier, they asked him about it. Okay. 
when they went to Cincinnati, and I think that was a couple days later. No, no, that's not right. Maybe it was before it ever happened. Mm-hmm. No, it was after it happened. <laughs> they were instructed by the Cincinnati security people that, hey, if something like this happens, this is where your team needs to go. That's where they're going to be secure. So yeah. make sure you guys kind of discuss that to, so you'll know that, hey, we've got this roped off. We're going to have security there and we'll get you off the court. Right. And, and he kind of acted like that was kind of something that you do. But I, I don't know that. But anyway, I don't, I am dead set again. It's not running on the court. I, I but. Well, you've got to have some sense when you're running out there and realize you're not the only person running out there. I will say this. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. I really am because it does seem like that's something that could happen, you know, Um, that you could run into somebody. But, yeah, at the same time, it's like I I just don't I don't see like. I, I don't know. I guess I just don't see the big deal in it one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't either, and uh, I I you know, I just think it's cool when they when you win a big game and your 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 buddies in college because it's mostly college kids that are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they you got to understand they know these people. Some of them know they're friends with these players and stuff, and they want to be a part of it. And right. it's yeah. part of it, but you know, I don't know. It's just take. I mean, you take this and make a big deal out of it. It's nuts. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like I said I, I didn't know anything video, was going on when I saw the video, and I didn't have a. I didn't have a, a any. I didn't know anything about it. I just saw a video of it, and I'm thinking, oh man, is she hurt? That was mm-hmm. my first thought. Is here's this great player. Is she hurt? Mm-hmm. And I thought that's what this video is about. She's gotten hurt. It it seemed to me like it popped up on my phone like a an alert. And uh, anyway, I when I saw the alert, I was like, "Oh shit, she got hurt." And then I watched it. I was like, "Oh, she's fine." And I literally just went on with my life. Yeah. <laughs> so again, I'm I'm surprised it hasn't happened more often. Yeah, really, it is because I mean we've seen some mad dashes, but. Most of the time, the players, they know how to get out of there. You know, they kind of can stay clear of it. Yeah. I don't know whether she, I don't know why she was running off by herself like that. I don't know. I don't know whether she had been talking maybe to some of the Ohio State girls or something. I don't really know maybe what was going on, why she was isolated like that. Because she staged the whole thing. Don't you know? (laughs) She wanted to get her ass ran over and right. risk injury just so she could stage this to protest. Yeah, oh, I get it now. Protest the storming of the court. See, she was like, you know, what I think I'm going to do now that we've lost is just run right into this girl and let's do it. Maybe jeopardize my whole future. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm probably going to be in the WNBA and make a lot of money. So let's kind of do this just to get back at Ohio State for storming right. the day. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I didn't think that through. Good yeah, enough. now we figured it out. Duh. That's a... <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. just like that Texas coach, all pissed off about horns down. 
as if yeah. nobody, nobody ever does that to you. Right. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, you should be honored that people do that. Oh yeah. That means you're in their head. Now you're in their head and, and they yeah. hate you because you know why they, they don't hate you if they kick your ass every time they hate you because you beat them. Right. Yeah. You should be thrilled that they're doing the horns down. Yep. You give yep. you give them the horns down and or they give you the horns down. You give them the finger up. Yeah. That's what you do. Yep. Yep. hundred so, percent. I know. I, 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 I can't believe a coach would be all upset. I mean, you, you go somewhere and, and they do that too. That's part of it. Well, I think, you know, my whole thing with that thing was, you're the head coach at a major division one school. Yeah. You've got to have other things to worry about. Don't you're you at Texas? Like shit. You're, if at you're worried Texas? about the horns down. You coach division one basketball at <laughs> Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe work did on you hear what? Did you hear what Kelvin Sampson said about it? No. Oh, this was great. He goes, he, they, he was talking about, you know, you and he goes, hell he goes, they got OU sucks in their damn fan in their damn uh, fight song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, who are they to talk? Listen yeah. to their fight song. It's OU sucks. <laughs> he goes, yeah, they deserve to have the horns down. It was great. <laughs> I got to bring this up. Uh, Pedlo says Ernie Ambercrombie beat Kansas that. with a three point shot, and I ran on the court like any other twelve year old. Absolutely, <laughs> I remember that like it was yesterday. Too. I'd yep. have been right behind you, Pedlo, but I wouldn't have been 12. When I when, when I read Ernie Abercrombie, I was like, I don't need to know who, who made that comment. That's Pedlo, because only yeah. me, you and Pedlo would know who that is. But yeah. Well, I remember that very, very well. I think that was Samson's first year at OU. Yeah, and, it was early. It yeah, was early. I think his very first year. And they yep. made a little run there at the end of the season and knocked off a couple of number one teams at, yep. at Norman back when people actually went to the game. And <laughs> It ran on the floor and hey, you want to be out there. Yeah. I you want I, to be out there. I remember jumping up and down when he made that shot. I, that's so funny. I've I hadn't thought about that yeah. in so long until he just brought that up. And that's man, I remember that like is yesterday. Well, I mean, you okay. You got when you when you run on the floor, you need to be under control though. Yeah, you can't just go out there with your damn cell phone in the air to have no idea what any. All you're doing is trying to get a picture of this so you can put it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and get run over. That's a whole different story. But yeah, uh, yep. you know, running on the court, you want to you want to get out there and, and and just say, "Hey, great game!" You know, stuff. I mean, you just want to be a part of it. That's yeah. what it is. Oh, exactly. You're, yep, that's exactly. why you're a fan. That's why you're there. And yep. When you win a big game like that, uh, yeah, Rob, you live stream that for me. Um, <laughs> but again, I, I think storming the court, I think it's great. I don't have any problem with it whatsoever. I'm trying to put that. That shot was 1995. Yeah. I yeah. remember like it's yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember right, Aaron, at the time you were a big Kansas fan. I think it. I know. I think I had switched. You were. <laughs> no, I, I was, but I don't think I was at that point okay. be, because that was Samson. When, when Samson got heart. hired at Oklahoma, I switched over to Oklahoma. Okay. But yeah, I was before that. I'm trying to I remember who was 
Yeah, that was like Rafe uh, LaFrance. Yeah, uh, I remember yeah. those guys, but I but I was I was huge on. I loved Ryan Miner, so I I I had switched over to Oklahoma by then. Oh, it was, yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah. By so. the way, I watched the last part of Houston at BYU the other night out in BYU. Mm-hmm. What an atmosphere that is. They are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of cussing going on in the stands because they're normal, <laughs> but they know what they're doing. And that is a nuttiest place. Packed to the rafters, big old arena. Houston won that thing in typical Kelvin Sampson fashion. Yeah. Just out physical them at the end. Had no business winning, but they yeah. did. So, so- Pedlo said he was 12 when that happened. So was I. 1995. I was born in 83. So there we yeah, go. Yeah, well, I wasn't 12. But anyway, uh <laughs> <laughs> so, we're gonna get to that, Kevin. We're gonna get to that. Yeah, obviously they will end with that. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh go ahead. Kelvin Sampson, he has not changed one bit. No. He hasn't changed with the town times where you don't get in a kid's face and ream his ass up one side and down the other. He still does it. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. For I sure. just don't know how much longer he's. I mean, he he's slowing down. You know, he's got to be seventy years old. Oh yeah, he's getting old. He doesn't look it, but he's getting old. Oh, man, he's starting to look at. He can't hardly walk. Get around. You yeah. Know, he's he's yeah. got a bad back. And stuff, but anyway, what a coach! Yep, one of my favorites. I, I, I always will watch Houston, I love to watch them just you know, they just play so hard, yeah. Oh, for sure. And that <laughs> they definitely, um, they're in a much tougher situation now. But you know what? It might make them a little tougher once, once yes. we get to the tournament, you know what? Yes, yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Yeah, all right. Well, well, Rob, let me tell you something. First of all, why that's false. He wouldn't be caught dead at a women's college basketball game. True. That's true. (laughs) That's true. I begged, not begged him, but I asked him to go with me last night in town where we get in free and he was just too busy. (laughs) Uh, so yeah a lot of people speculating on the uh, situation here um sorry yeah so my arm is broke in four different places so that's you didn't fall off a horse no i didn't fall off a horse but it is uh basically like uh the ball of my shoulder is just kind of split uh and like it's like a four-way fracture so yeah we're gonna see this for six weeks you'll see me in a sling here um the good news is it doesn't hurt uh, unless I try to lift my arm at all. Then it, it is extremely painful. But uh, I, I definitely, you know, just sitting here, it's fine. So don't worry about that. I, I've, I've contacted Dr. Tang. He uh, he told me he only deals with cancer. He can't fix me. So, um, no, he was very as nice. As cancer was ruled out, he got out of the you know, No, he told So, um. So the situation was I, I I definitely thought this was going to be a lot worse than what it was. Uh, no, it, it it's not my dominant arm. It's my left arm. So that's good too. Um, so I can't, I can't lift my arm 
forward or to the side hardly at all. And most people thought uh, when I went to get it checked out, they thought it was a torn rotator cuff, which would have been a pretty bad, like a, a surgery and just a really bad situation. But they checked it out, and uh, in a weird way, thankfully, it's just broke. So, you know, we're we're in good shape. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I got to tell you, yesterday. Of course, this happened, what, two weeks ago? Almost yeah, it actually, it happened on January 13th, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I didn't go because it was like getting a little better and then it just stopped. So it's it like, just, all right, something's wrong with it. So, yeah. Yeah. So yesterday I get a text and he goes, are you subbing today? And I said, no. And I thought, okay. He's pissed about something. I've done something or he's wanting to change something and was whatever. He yeah. wouldn't text me at 10 o'clock in the morning, 11, whatever it was. So boom, I, I said, no. And then the phone rang and he, he goes, I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so happy yeah. that it wasn't a torn rotator cuff. And maybe Pedlo said he tore his can You Maybe you can comment on it. I, I, just from what they were telling me and what I read, I, that is a, I've heard that is really, really rough. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what I've heard, too. It's uh, yeah. the rehab and the pain and it's awful. So, yeah. So good news is you're not you have no surgery you have to worry about. No, no surgery. Six weeks of just letting it heal uh, in a sling here. And then uh, probably, uh, you know, not probably but, uh, physical therapy after that. Yeah. So yeah. Dennis. Uh, where was that comment? So yeah, if you go back and watch the Saturday morning show, I, I actually broke it Saturday morning. So if you watch the Saturday dudes who bet daily, I was a little bit out of it because yeah, my, my arm literally was broken <laughs> and it had, I mean, it's been broken ever since like, that was the day it happened. And I was, I was that first day I was in a ton of pain, but now it's like, I'm not in any pain other than just movement well so. the way it was broken what you did it's a miracle you didn't kill yourself yeah so that's like the the story of it is it's it's quite funny but it's not <laughs> at the same time um, i'm still trying to visualize it yeah i i think even me at to some points was like how did that happen so i was okay it got extremely cold here we had a cold snap so when that happens our furnace that heats the house, obviously it tends to freeze up and it doesn't work. And so that's a horrible thing. Obviously if it's like minus 20 and you don't have any heat. So our furnace is up in the attic above the garage. And so you go up there and there's like a, a thin, like plywood that you walk on. And then after that, if you're not on that, it's just sheetrock. Like it's the ceiling of the garage. And basically what happened was, I was on the plywood and I, I turned to, we've got like a pull light, like a light that you pull to come on in the attic. So I turned to pull the attic and I, I sprained my ankle really bad in, in high school and it never healed um, properly, I don't think. And when I did that, I turned my ankle. And if you've ever turned your ankle, you kind of hop a little bit to try to get it back steady. But when I did that, that like, I just like the side of my shoe hit that plywood and the rest of my leg went through the ceiling. 
and I would have fallen and I, I mean, it would have been bad. It would have been like a 12 foot drop straight to concrete, but my arm caught me, but then I broke my arm obviously. Cause it, it the impact was so, was so hard on it. You know, my arm caught me and, and I was able to prop myself up basically. Yeah. Well, I haven't asked you either. What do you go up there and do to your furnace? You have to basically just put a space heater up there. Oh, um, okay. And it'll it'll warm up that room where it doesn't freeze. The condensation oh. line freezes and then it backs up into the heater. So oh. that's that's what it was. And the furnace isn't actually up there. Uh, yeah, yeah. So everybody's like, uh, definitely like it's a Clark Griswold thing. Yeah, no, the furnace is up there. Okay. Um, so I've got I've got a basement unit and then I've got a unit upstairs too, and that's oh, okay. the upstairs one. It was the problem. So, but the thing, like, the weird thing about it is, so I turn my ankle and when I turn it, it hurts for a little bit, right? <laughs> and then it's like, I got to get down. You got to take like a little ladder, a big ladder to get up there. I can't put any pressure on one of my arms or <laughs> one of my ankles. And it's so getting down from there was, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's freezing cold. So it was it was a nightmare. And I was really like, I don't know that I will be able to get down. Um, <laughs> but I was able to anyway, ankles fine. I mean, I do that all the time, but yeah, the arm is not. So. <laughs> is that it? Oh God. It, but it could have been, I mean, if you fall all the way through onto like a concrete garage floor, I, I mean, I'm guessing I probably wouldn't have landed on my feet. So I, <laughs> That you know, I talked to a, been a lot worse. I talked to one person that did that because I was like, I was like, this is crazy. Like nobody's ever done this. No, like everybody at the doctor's office is like, oh yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, so yeah, you, you get up in those attics, you got to watch it. And one person I was talking to fell and actually did go through, and like uh, his pelvis is broke, and like it was like a big ordeal. So yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> Um, no, I was laying up there and I was like, I've got an hour until dude too bad daily. And I, I really don't know if I can get down. I don't know what we're going to do. Like so I literally got into the office about. about 15 minutes before we went on the air that day. That's what he's worried about. I don't know yeah. if I got to do dude too best daily. I may die, but I've got to get down there first. Well, and I also, so about in between about nine and 10 30, you have to update all the scratches on the website. Oh, Cause that's when they all come out. And, I'm like shit. Like Gulfstream scratches have been out 30 minutes. Like I, I gotta get down there. You I know, get down there. Gosh. So yeah. So Heather was uh, Heather was in the garage and she obviously was like freaking out because just a leg <laughs> went through the ceiling. So well, at least at least she knew you were up there and at least she was home. Yeah. No. Yeah. She was heading up. She had like I think she had the space heater to kind of throw up there. So uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I would really feel dumb if I just walked off of it, <laughs> but I did have an excuse. It wasn't like I, you know, it just, it, it was, it was definitely uh, a couple of uh, unfortunate things. And the thing I keep replaying in my mind, it's like, I almost got that foot back on the, the plywood. Like I felt the shoe scrape the plywood. So it was close, but uh, wow. yeah, here, Heather sent me a pic. Hold on. I'll show you the picture where I went through here. Yeah, I'd like to see this. 
Uh, yeah, I was wearing shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did like I scraped my leg up pretty bad, but it wasn't any. Let's see if I can. There it is. So there you go. If you can see the hole there, that that's that's where my leg went through. So <laughs> you ain't kidding. No, no. So no. you were hanging through <laughs> one leg, right? Uh yeah, one leg was through. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you can kind of where it stopped breaking there. Um, that's where the arm landed. So I, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's why I've got the oh gosh the sling on. Crazy. Like I said, I get used to it. Uh, six uh, six weeks, but I mean, you can kind of see. Well, I don't know. That picture's not huge or anything, but you can kind of see like the concrete floor below and how far I would have fallen. And also you can see our car. You can see kind of the two cars parked there. I, I may have fallen on one of the cars, you know, that might've so, been a good thing though. Well, yeah, that actually probably. And that thing been. right there is the doorway, the, mm -hmm. to get up to the, where the, I can't point to it there. Maybe you can to the right there of the, of the hole is the little doorway that goes up to the attic. You're right. Yeah. 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 That's it right there. So you pull down that little, I point to it there, that little attic door and that's where you go down. So you can imagine like those, that's a very thin staircase and I've got a hurt ankle and a broken arm. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to get up there really with two good legs. Yeah. <laughs> we have one the same way. And it's difficult. Uh, that you shovel know, might've found a new permanent home. <laughs> oh, that's uh, not funny. Um, yeah. No, I'm not, I, I'm not, I can't really do much until March. Yeah. Unfortunately. So yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. We, we have a lot of space, so I don't, it's not, it's not Heather actually has a wood shop over on the right side. So that past that white car there on the right side, there's a lot of shit over there. So not, he's lying. It's not, well, that it's bad. not that bad. No, no, no. <laughs> Come to my house. You want to see a lot of shit. Yeah. So anyway, that was that. It was definitely a ordeal. But again, I'm don't worry. I'm fine. I, Could have been worse. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, honestly, like that, that rotator cup thing was like, that was going to be bad. So I feel good about it. Yeah. 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 All right. That's it. Um, good way to end it. Anything else? Anything else going on? <laughs> no, no? We, I can't top anything. That story is just incredible. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to get off here. Um, yeah. Thankfully, I am fine. So we've got Magic Mike coming up at four. Uh, I know, Jared, it sounds like he is uh, completing that Pegasus guide now and putting together his uh, final bets and stuff. So I would imagine this is just a guess. Will probably be after Magic Mike. I'd say Pegasus stuff will come out, and then Magic Mike, and then Blinkers off will be after that. So yeah, so it'll be fun. Oh, we should talk about this. Did you hear about this? Real quick. No. Three Chiefs fans went over to their friend's house to watch a game, and wound up dead in the backyard. What the hell? Crazy. <laughs> Well, I would have to say there's some alcohol involved when you 
I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, how'd they get in the backyard? They say there's no foul play, but how, how could that be? Well, they were drunk and passed out in the backyard. I, that's the only thing I no can No way. Think. No, there's no, no I don't I think agree. Yeah. Well, no foul play, though. I don't know. I don't know. But drugs? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Overdose. Vintanol overdose. Yeah. Maybe. Crazy. Well, it definitely was cold enough if you were out there and you weren't dressed properly. That's for sure. <laughs> Patrick Crispy, hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, weird. I don't know. I don't know. So it's kind of a crazy, crazy situation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard yeah. that. Too. So the homeowner is fine. He was in the house and didn't go out there help him or anything. And I guess he just woke up and found him. Huh. <laughs> Dennis said he went out in that five degree weather and sobered his ass up. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. I don't think it's alcohol because I, I just. <laughs> I get, I get what, you know, you go out there and you pass out, but that's yeah. just all three of them. No way. All three. No way. That's kind of far. If it's one guy, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> Kevin said he brought up the suggestion to his fiance. The Papa dude mentioned, uh, I think that's last yes. week. He said, good news. I'm now free on Belmont day. Bad news. I'm now single. <laughs> well, you say you're kidding. So I won't follow <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're gonna get off here we got a lot going on um stay tuned for blinkers off and for magic mike magic mike coming up two and a half hours and blinkers off probably a little bit after that so guys thanks for joining us today it was a good show and uh we will see you right back here next week and all throughout the day and even on saturdays or friday saturday sunday actually for dudes who bet daily so all right guys we'll see you next time Dude to bet sports.